When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with With daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will smart food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. Myself and my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, live here on Spotify Live. Jeremy, what's going down, brother? Hey, Mike, what's happening? What's happening? That was a tough loss, man. After a 20-point lead in the first half, they lose that game by eight points. Yeah, you got to play four good quarters, and tonight the Rockets only played one. So hard to win games when you only play one and a half good quarters. I mean, that's fair, brother. We have a lot to break down tonight. Um, I don't know really where I want to start with this game, Jeremy. I mean, I picked up this game late second quarter. You know, the Rockets outscored the Pacers 25-10 in the first quarter. They get outscored 35-25 in the second quarter, they were only up by five going into half. Indiana improves to eight and six on the season. Indiana's outperforming expectations for this year. Would you agree with that or no? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this like Indiana, if you look at that roster, it's just not there's not a lot of like star quality on that roster. I mean, it's probably better than the Rockets, but I mean, not by a whole lot. And, I mean, you look at that, how the game started tonight, that's the Indiana, I think, that most people were expecting to see this season. And, right. I mean, you know, they've, they're have they well-coached. 
um, which is kind of ironic because Rick Carlisle getting ejected in the middle of the game is kind of maybe what sparked this comeback that the Pacers had tonight. Um, but, you know, I think that did, you know, Ryan Holland said it on the broadcast, you know, Rick Carlisle is not stupid. Like he, uh, you know, he does things deliberately. He doesn't do things on accident and um, clearly it paid off for, for the Indiana. Yeah. You brought up, you brought up the, the Carlisle situation before I could, I got to be honest with you, Jeremy tonight, you look at the starting five of the Rockets Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the only game of the season, 16 games into the season, every single Rocket starter was in double figures scoring-wise? I, I don't have everything off the top of my head. Yeah. But I mean, I just, like, looking at every box score from this year, I, I think this is, man. It's, look, anyone that wasn't named Eric Gordon tonight struggled offensively. And if you just, it was just like, contagious you know and some nights that happens and i guess maybe that defensive um like that defensive run that they had in that first quarter made this game probably a lot closer than it should have been um because the rockets just simply didn't have it tonight and that raises questions as to you know how important is kevin porter jr to the whole operation that the rockets have and um you know how where does that put like why was Jalen struggling tonight as much as he was? Was it because he wasn't getting the ball as much? Was it because um, was it because he didn't have someone that could kind of set him up? Um, and I think that we, we're obviously probably going to talk about that later on in the show, but I think tonight um, you just saw a team that just really doesn't have much offensive um, like identity at all. Well, I'm glad you brought that in tonight, KJ or sorry, Kevin Porter Jr. misses the game tonight. K.J. Martin starts in replacement of KPJ. The The starters were fine tonight, man. I mean, you look at the plus minuses tonight. Jabari was a minus two. K.J. was a plus six. Alperin Shangun was a plus four. Eric Gordon was a plus eight. And Jalen Green was, you know, even. The bench was terrible tonight for the Well, Rockets. that's because I mean, the, the, that's the, because the, the, Yeah, go ahead. The Rocket the Rockets had all that that whole first quarter where that that starting unit jumped out to a huge lead. So that's why yeah. those sure. and in the night like tonight, I know we like using that stat, but on a night like tonight, that number is incredibly flawed because of the huge run that the Rockets got out to. It look, what was the final score? They lost ninety nine to ninety one tonight. So if you take away that 25-10 at the beginning of the game, it was what? That's 24 points win. 24 points. Exactly. So it's like you really can't – like you really can't excuse that. Like this loss is on every single person wearing rockets across their chest tonight. Great uniforms, by the way. Uh, Great Elvin Hayes tribute. I I was a big fan of it. I know we were big fans of it when uh, they came out. Uh, I thought they looked a lot smoother tonight. Unfortunately, the Rockets didn't play as well as the uniforms looked. Um, But but ultimately, look, I mean, this team is struggling to find any kind of identity on offense. It's good that they're getting the defensive part sorted out because I think that's maybe, in my opinion, it's a little bit more important. 
But again, the team that scores the most points at the end of the game wins, so you need to score more points. And and I think, look, Kevin Porter not playing tonight, I think had a big part in that. But also, if you keep in mind, like, is Kevin Porter, the fact that he's not there, our offense is that far set back? I really think, Mike, I was talking about it with my dad, and I think this, like, I want to hear your take on this. For sure. Put Chris Paul on this roster. How many games <clears throat> do you want in? No, I'm serious. Like, it's, 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 it's a lot it's more than three. It's, it's a lot more than exercise. three. Yeah. Because Chris yeah. Paul is the kind of guy that sets up other players. I feel like, in a way, wow. like Jalen Green, up until this point in his career, just past, I think, the 82-game mark for his career, the trajectory I'm seeing for him that I hope he arrives at is Devin Booker. Um, I, I love the way that Devin Booker has kind of built his career, and I think that there are a lot of similarities in his game and in Jalen's. Uh, look, but I mean, Jalen couldn't, you know, Jalen couldn't hit anything tonight, man. Like it was just, well, it, it's unfortunate because we've seen Jalen like that before. But I mean, he'll figure it out. Like it, it, it look, if Jalen was on tonight, I think this game is a totally different game. Look, and I mean, if you look back at it, only a three possession loss. I mean. That's three shots you got to hit in order. That's three threes, and they they were hit. They missed like you know twenty something threes. Three of those are made. We're talking a very different Rockets game tonight. So I don't want to say it's. I don't want to say it's a horrible, terrible. You know, like stop the presses, everything loss. Because I think we had that on what was it Monday? Well, those don't exist, man. I mean, when your team is three and twelve coming into a game. The stop the presses losses don't exist, and the thing that the thing that I have a problem with Jeremy tonight, it's not individual performances. They shot six of twenty eight from three. The Rockets did tonight. My problem is mostly with Indiana is doing what I believe the Rockets should do, which is continuing to keep hold of a guy like Miles Turner. And yeah, but playing like, a guy like Jalen Smith, who went for 10 and 18 tonight. You and I talked about Jalen Smith, man, in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. I would Jaylen have Smith, loved a guy like him. Jalen Smith's loved. a good building block for them. But the thing oh. is, Mike, is, is long-term, if you're looking at it, as, look, short-term, Indiana winning tonight is cool and all, but it, it, they are the San Antonio Spurs of the Eastern Conference right now. Where San Antonio, they started out, what, 5-2? and two? And they've now they now they're starting to get back to where they're supposed to be. But look, Indiana, it, all they're doing is just putting enough space between them and the true bottoms of the NBA, and that's going to lose them on the Wembenyama sweepstakes, and that's it's just going to set them in this like purgatory Ooh. for a long time. And and look, Indiana has not had a star in since Reggie Mill, like since Paul George. But again, like Paul George it wasn't going to ever stay there. So that's the problem with the team like Indiana is you got to go through the draft because you're not going to get free agency. Uh, you know, you're not going to get the big free agents that other cities might get because it's a more desirable market. But Indiana is struggling with the fact that they have players like Miles Turner that, that raise their ceiling and, or raise their floor, I should say, and limits their ceiling because they're not getting uh, – because it prevents them from getting the real top talent in the draft. I do like Benedict Matherin, though. I thought he played really well tonight. Uh, he looks like a guy that could be first-team All-NBA rookie this year. Um, but, I mean, but look, Benedict Matherin, like, that, if that's the ceiling of who you're going to get in the draft, then, 
I don't necessarily think that's a perfect formula uh, for winning basketball right now. But I, I guess my question to you, Jeremy, is what's your point? Like, I mean, my well, point is, my no, point no, no, is no, if you're on, trying to win on. a championship, you want to get – you have to – look, if you're Indiana and you're trying to win a championship, the only way you do that is through the draft. And if I don't you're agree, I don't agree draft, with that. I don't agree with that, man. Well, what do you mean? I don't agree with the fact – like – if you're going to ask me, would I rather buy into the Pacers plan or the Rockets plan at this point? I'm buying into the Pacers plan over the Rockets yeah, plan. Because the Rockets have no plan. Because you look at, again, tonight, like, I think the last time you and I did a because show. Because the, the Pacers haven't fully bottomed out yet, Mike. But that's is, but, The Pacers are literally the definition of uh, John Wall, Victor Oladipo, literally Victor Oladipo, who came from the, the Pacers, but and the thing, Christian Wood. That is a... Oh yeah, that's cool. Maybe we can do something this year, but it's not going to win you a championship. So at the end neither of the day, what the Rockets are doing, man. Okay, but at like least, this is the, at least the Rockets are going to get in a position to where they're going to draft higher quality talent, and especially in a draft like this where it is incredibly top heavy. You know, I'll say this: like obviously, like Victor Wembanyama would be like a, a still, gift, a gift from the basketball gods, but still doesn't solve the Rockets' problem. But still doesn't think, solve the Rockets' but, problem. But Scoot, Scoot Henderson might, too. No, he doesn't. Like, he doesn't solve the Rockets' problem, either. What's the Rockets' problem, then? They can't defend the rim! Mike. Like, that's what nobody wants to talk about. Mike. They can't defend the rim. Look, I, we can talk about the defense and how poor it's been, it's been all awful. season long. Yes. All season long. But the last two nights, they've held two teams under 100 points. And that is something that's very hard to do in the NBA nowadays. And I, I don't think this loss is on the defense. The defense was... Uh, in my opinion, pretty pretty good tonight. So, look, you lost this game because you only scored 91 points. It's really hard to score 91 points and win a basketball game in the NBA in 2022. But the fact that the Rockets were able to hold the Pacers under 100 – like, the, the first quarter was some of the best defense that I've ever seen from the Rockets. I mean, look, the Pacers, Pacers really struggled to hit some shots in the beginning, but the Rockets should be given some credit for being able to get those guys – you know, get get that lead and hold the Pacers to just ten points in that first quarter. They did a phenomenal job, and I'm looking at highlights in the first quarter now because I didn't watch it live. I'll be honest mm-hmm. with everybody. But what I will say to you, no matter what happens in the draft this year, whether they draft Wenbenyama Wen or Scoot Henderson, does not solve their problem. No, I they don't. Think, they, I think they do Mike, not. I think have a big man in the middle. I'll be honest. I'll be That's honest the with problem. you, Mike. I'll be honest with you, though. Yes. The problem, the problem for me, the look. There are we can. There's not one problem for the Rockets, so that's not the, that's not. There's the question two glaring issues on. That's this not. Team. There's not. That's not the question that's being asked. The question that's being asked is, look, I'll, I'll just I'll just come out and say it. Like say it. Um, get Stephen Silas away from the Rockets. Like, bye bye. I'm kind of at this point where, you know, I look for those of you that have listened to our podcast for 300 and. 50 plus episodes. Thank you very much. But you guys know how much of a Steven Silas supporter that I am. And I think we've, and maybe, maybe to a fault I've been, I've been a bit, I've been a bit on his side, maybe a little bit too much, but I, I think at this point, look, if something's wrong, figure out a way to fix it. And in the NBA, you've got two things that you've got to fix. If it's, it's either the players or the coaches. And at this point, the players have shown me more promise than the coach. And I mean, look, 
any Rockets fan, I think, would say, would you keep Silas or would you keep the current core you've got? And I think the current core at least has shown some flashes of potential. I would like to see what this core group would do with a different coach and see maybe an offense is a little bit more structured that has a little bit more of an agenda. Um, but also at the same time, Mike, like, like I mentioned, um, you get a point guard that is a little, that also knows what he's doing. Like Chris Paul, uh, look, I think if Chris Paul was coaching this, was on this Rockets team, he'd act like a coach, first of all. But secondly, I, I don't see why the Rockets wouldn't make the play-in if Chris Paul was on this team. And I'm not swapping Chris Paul out for anyone. I'm just saying, let's take Chris Paul, put him on the Rockets, away from the Suns, see what he does. I really do think the Rockets are a playing team with Chris Paul at at worst. Well, okay, so because Chris uh, Paul I mean, makes you're... Chris Paul makes the players better around him. He doesn't make mistakes very often, and he's able to set his guys up. He knows basketball probably better than any other person in the NBA. I think he's the best basketball IQ in the NBA. And so, yeah, so I mean, look, you put like that's look. If Chris Paul was able to take the Rockets from where they were the year before he got there to a team that nearly beat those Durant Warriors. I mean, that to me is is evidence enough that Chris Paul is the kind – and look at what he's done with the Thunder, with the Suns. You know, he has a proven – you know, he's been able to take trash teams into treasure. And I'm not – obviously, Chris Paul's not coming to Houston anytime soon. He's not walking in that door. But I think if you were to get a guy that just doesn't make a ton of mistakes and can figure out how to – best get you know other players involved and if they could get him for eric gordon i'm cool with that well let's i mean but I, okay it's, so it's gonna be you, more you, likely that you're gonna get it either whether it be from kevin porter i don't know if kevin <sighs> porter is that answer in fact i'm probably leaning more towards they need a different guard that isn't kevin porter to complement kevin porter like a tyus jones adam says i think that tyus jones i won't say he's better than kevin porter jr but if you put him next to him, there's a chance that there's a better team there. I think they just need a point guard that is just can calm down the offense. It, like, look, that's what happened tonight. The offense was kind of just lost throughout the game, and they and they didn't know really how to like change directions or fix it or anything like that. And number one, that should be on Silas because you know he's not able to you know make an in-game adjustment. When he needs to, I mean, look, the Rockets had that 20 point lead and it almost went bye bye in a quarter. They, they lost that, they almost lost the lead in the first half. They were only up four points at the end of the first half. They were up 20 in that same quarter. So the second, the, the second quarter is where the game was lost. And in my opinion, like you can have, look, it's a bunch of young players. So they're not going to know any better on how to totally just switch gears and flip the script and totally just change things. They're not, they're not like, there's so much going on in their, in their minds on how to, how to coexist in the basketball game that they're not thinking about, Oh, like we have to change our whole strategy. That's not something that young players are, are capable enough to figure out on their own. They need a veteran that is with the ball in their hands, that is able to make the players around him better I think Eric Gordon does that to a small extent, but he doesn't do that enough to change the needle or to move the needle for me. They should they should fire Steven Silas for him playing 
Eric Gordon, 36 minutes. No, Mike, that's not. He no, because fired. Eric Gordon was he only be fired. No, no, that's fired. ridiculous. That's absolutely it's ridiculous, not, Mike. No, it's Eric not. Gordon was the only no, it's not. That was, Eric Gordon was the only person that was competent enough on offense to do anything. It has nothing to do with that, dude. It has nothing to do with that. I don't care if he's competent or not. The fact so, so remains. So should he have just sat Eric Gordon and we lose by 30 instead? Would yes. Been any better? Yes. Why? Yes. Why? Thank God. Thank God you finally Why? said because they're no. losing games anyway. Because they're losing. Okay. Yeah, but you had a so you played to win tonight. You no, had a you didn't. To win no, you didn't. Yes, no, you, you did. did. Mike, you if you watch points, if Mike, you watch that second dude. half, that's if you ridiculous. watch, no, it's not. If you watch that second half, they were getting beat time in and time out. Every and single you didn't possession watch the first in the half, half, and you admitted that you didn't watch the first half. I, no, 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 no. So what I'm trying to tell you is this game. I'm talking was, about the second half. I'm talking I'm, about the second half. Okay, man. but yes, but that wasn't the full game, right? That's the second. Okay, but that's that's winning time. I don't care about the first half. Well, the first it really half, doesn't matter in the first half. No, yeah, are you going to tell me? Are you honestly going to tell me playing Eric Gordon is the best thing for the Rockets right now? Straight up, I'm not talking about first half, second half. On is a playing night, Eric on Gordon. A night, no, nope, that's night, not my question. On a night like tonight, not my question. Where he was the only player who was good on offense. Yes, you need to play Eric Gordon because he's good. He's he's one of your best players right now. He's the only player that can shoot tonight, Mike. If you don't have him, the Rockets shoot like the Rockets I, have like fifty points. You don't know that. Well, let me ask you a question. How do you know? How do you know what Josh Christopher can do with this team? Do you know? Josh versus uh, versus too. Because he plays five minutes a night. That's my problem. Is that you said it yourself? Silas needs to go because he continues to play fat Eric Gordon night in and night out, thirty plus minutes a game, and he's ruining no, that's, this roster's. That's not ceiling. what it is. That's exactly that's what, it is, what it is. It's, it's exactly not, what it is. It's look, exactly it's, what it is. It's not the fact. Look, Eric Gordon is not the reason why this team is bad. Mm, playing him thirty minutes a night is a real big. Factor why this team is not good. No, sure. Mike, because then no, Mike, because then you're so dispel, play- so dispel it. Why? Give me a legitimate reason why you should play Eric Gordon thirty plus minutes a night. Because he scored you twenty four points tonight, Mike. It doesn't matter. Like that's the thing that people don't get. Not you. Fans don't get playing well, Eric Gordon on this team. This He's a waste of time on this team. I'm not necessarily look. He's such a waste, man. He's but he's going to get them to, like, we, if you have five rookies out there or They're five losing games young anyway. players out there. They're losing anyway. That's my point. They're going to lose with or without Eric Gordon. Why not give the time to younger guys to develop with this roster? That's my question. Because, Mike, if you're going to develop ten guys without anyone that – like without a veteran calming presence, like I'm confused as to why because you haven't been anti-veteran this whole time. You you've always been like clamoring for veterans. So like that to me is why I'm so confused with your argument right now because you've all like you you're always the one that's like oh we got to keep Dennis Schroeder or we got to keep you know so-and-so. oh they could use Dennis Schroeder right now. No, right. Eric Gordon's <laughs> so not the right what's guy. The point, Mike, what's the what's the damn point if it's Dennis Schroeder, if it's Eric Gordon, if it's whoever? Because Dennis Schroeder is a point guard. Because Dennis Schroeder's a point guard. Eric Gordon's not a point guard. Oh, my God, Mike. He's not a point guard. You you just said you they need a point guard. What I'm saying They, they is, need a point guard. Eric Gordon's I'm not a point guard. Is, but Okay, but that's not the reason why they're losing games because Eric Gordon's playing. Eric Gordon, absolutely. Eric Gordon was the reason why the team was in it tonight. 
That, but, but that's the thing. Like, guys, okay. And look, long-term, long-term, because let's use the word long-term, because that's why Eric Gordon isn't good for the team. That's why Eric Gordon isn't He's not good for the team short-term either. Either way, he's not good for the team. No. He needs to go. Short-term, what he does is he creates this calming effect. He's not going to run. He's not going to run every single play into the ground. He's not going to, you know, force a bunch of turnovers. He's just not that player. And the Rockets have a bunch of players like that. And what they need is they need someone to kind of, like, calm the waters a bit. And tonight he was able to because – Eric Gordon is smart enough because he's seen enough basketball to recognize when, okay, I'm shooting this three here, but, oh, wait, maybe it's better if I just go get a two. And, like, that is something that some of these players don't have simply because of the lack of experience, not because of anything, you know, like, skill-wise, because it's something that they can develop over time. It's just something that they don't have at this moment. And the reason why the Rockets are as bad as they are is because they don't have enough players like that. While I do agree with you that Eric Gordon is not good for the team long-term because he is eating away at some of these minutes, eventually, like, when you trade Eric Gordon, like, you're going to get someone in return that's going to eventually take those minutes. Those minutes are not going to be completely allocated by Josh Christopher and Dacia Nix and whoever. And the thing is, like, yes, I wish that Josh Christopher had more of an opportunity to play a little bit more because there isn't really much of a reason why he shouldn't be playing other than the fact that he is he's not shooting the ball well at all right now and no one is to be fair so yes maybe you should be playing Josh Christopher but then again outside of Eric Gordon you really can't take minutes away from anybody it's just like look Eric I understand the anti Eric Gordon argument and I and I agree with that to an extent, but if you on a night like tonight where you lose by only three possessions, and the reason why you were and the offense was so bad, apart from the one person, Eric Gordon. Like, look, if the Rockets won tonight, you would we wouldn't be saying we wouldn't have this conversation. We would have it this was, conversation. I'd have the same conversation with you. I don't well, care I mean, what it is. Well, we wouldn't say Eric Gordon's responsible for the loss because there wouldn't have been a loss that he I'm not saying responsible he's responsible. For. I'm not saying he's responsible for the loss. I haven't said that once. My point is, because I've, said, is before, the Eric, the Eric I've said it before, I'd rather end. lose by 30 without Eric Gordon well, than that's ridiculous. lose then no by one, nine. Then nobody, then lose, no, then, then lose by nine or eight with him. Well, then, Mike, you're not going to, if you're going to lose by 30 every night, you're not getting enough development from the roster because half the game is in garbage time and you're not getting the best from your opponent. You're just getting the Rockets against uh, a G League team after they get blown out by a team that's better than them. It's so a, it's a, it's we, a it say. Be, it's got to be it's it's got to be somewhere in the middle. It's got to be somewhere in the middle. It's got to be somewhere where they're they're getting some kind of balance. You want to be competitive at least. And that was that's been the whole that's been the whole mo for this team let's let's make every team that we play earn it we might not win every game and we might not be in every game but let's try to be as competitive as possible in a lot of these games and in some nights like wednesday night it'll turn into a win but tonight it wasn't because they couldn't shoot enough and i think if kevin porter was in this game we'd be having a different conversation. But the thing is, they win on Wednesday, and we said it on Wednesday because Luka wasn't playing. Come on, man. We all knew why yeah, they but won you on get Wednesday. The win. You still you get you the win. You got the win. But I'm just – I'm using this as an and they, example. And, they and I'm not saying – they, they were competitive against a team tonight 
who, despite having a surprising, like a surprisingly untalented roster on paper compared to the rest ta- of the league. Who are you talking about? You're talking about Indiana? Indiana. That's a, ni- that's a nice roster. League, it's a nice roster. It's compared to the rest of the league, it is not a nice, it's a nice roster. roster. Compared, compared to, to us, re- it's a nice compared roster. Compared to us, it's a nicer roster, yes, because everyone is. But they got some building blocks. That's my point. They have some building blocks. We also have building blocks. Mm, do we? Yes, we do. I mean, okay, we uh, no like compared but to Indiana. Can't just, let me ask you a question. Just forget what happened two nights ago with Jabari Smith. Yes, and I can. Usman Garuba. Yes, I can. Uh, that then that then Mike, that's that's ridiculous. That's why is it ridiculous? They, they literally played against a ludicrous. Mavericks team without Luca. That team and was tonight garbage. they played and tonight they played a uh not so good yeah. Indiana team. That is, not, that so is not as good as their record suggests. Okay. Well, I mean, the record but, is the record. You can't say that they're not as good as their record you know, you know what I'll tell the you? The record like, is you know the what? record. You know, I, I want to end this on something that we can agree on. Okay. Because I think a big reason why Indiana is playing better than their roster suggests is because coaching. their coaching yep. is better. Rick Carlisle is a championship coach. And I think they got lucky with how they got there because Rick Carlisle wasn't going to go and join, uh, you know, a team like that that was – you know, going to be a rebuilding situation. He he went there not thinking it was going to be that, yet he's staying there because he has a relationship with Indiana and he's been successful with Indiana before. And, and he's done he a great wants, job. He wants he's done a great to, job. So Indiana did a good job in being able to convince Rick Carlisle to stay along and help build this team into what it is. I think the next guy the Rockets should get, I think should have some NBA head coaching experience and he should have like there's two different types of coaches right like there's the there's the nba coach that's you know been through it in the nba that can help lift the team from where they are and then there's a young coach that has been around the league and as, as an assistant that if given a good roster they can use and they can maybe give a fresh perspective and steven silas was brought in and he was the best candidate at the time because we were a team that was looking for a, a fresh vision, not necessarily looking to rebuild because at the time, James Harden and Russell Westbrook were there. So Steven Silas was a guy who just built the most efficient offense in NBA history because he had Luka Doncic. Which means nothing because he went out in the first round, but continue. Well, I mean, obviously now, <laughs> had he stayed with that team, I don't think he would have you know, been in the first round every year. Um, I'm just considering, like, yeah. especially considering where they went last year. So what out. I'm That's saying all. is, what I'm saying is, the team is just going in a different direction, coaching wise, that I think is not where it needs to go. Look, if you don't like where you are, you got to change something, and it's way easier to change the coach than it is to change the players. I don't, I really don't think the players are at fault here. I think they just need a different direction because we've seen the talent. We know the talent is there. We've seen it, you know, on some nights more than others, but there is talent there and there is something there, whether it be small, as small as it can be, there's something there. It's just not being curated correctly. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if we're going to see the full season like this play out. I can't imagine Steven Silas would stay beyond this season. If there was a midseason change, maybe we get something that, um, you know, maybe they bring up Lionel Hollins or someone like that, or they they promote John Lucas. Maybe we get a different kind of energy from the team. But at this point right now, it's just the Rockets are kind of going in a direction that 
isn't a isn't a very good direction philosophy wise. I think playing I think the players are fine right now. I think the direction of the team is is what needs to change. The philosophy. A lot of disagreement tonight on the show, Jeremy, but that's what makes us fun, man. Yeah, it would be boring if we agreed on everything. I mean, that's entirely true. Once again, Rockets lose tonight 99-91. to I think this is a decent place to park the rocket ship. We will be back live with you on Sunday after the Rockets take on the Warriors inside of Toyota Center, and then we are off uh, for, what, five days, Jeremy? Is that right? I think we're off. I think, what, the last game is, what, Monday? Uh, we play on Sunday. 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 Yeah, we yeah, play so on Sunday, Sunday, and then they're back on Friday against the Hawks. Yes. So let me just verify that real quick. I believe mm-hmm. you are correct. They play Sunday against Golden State, and then Friday against Atlanta. Uh, this has been another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown. That is Jeremy Brenner. Once again, we'll be live with you on Friday night after the Rockets take on. The Hawks, if you are on Twitter, make sure to follow the Dream Take at the Dream Take. Follow the mothership of the Dream Take, the Dream Shake, at Dream Shake SBN. You can follow my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. You can follow my co-pilot, Michael Brown, on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. If you're on Facebook, follow the Dream Shake at you can just search the Dream Shake. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. Once again, my name is Mike Brown, and we'll be back live with you on Friday. Rockets lose tonight 99 to 91. And until Friday night, Rockets fans, go Rockets. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from 0 to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance. Pure design. Polestar. Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com.